This is a solo episode, trying this out, gonna see how it goes, recorded this outdoors, talked about a book, it's Moonwalking with Einstein by Josh Four. I made a memory palace about a book about memory palaces, or just about memory. I'm listening to Moonwalking with Einstein. This book is about memory, memory competitions, the, I think... What makes it different from other books is that, um, or what makes it like fairly interesting is that the author was just going to write, I think, either a magazine or a newspaper, a shorter piece. And then after doing that, decided uh, just a shorter piece about memory competitors, memory competitions. He then decided he's going to try to learn the techniques. He does eventually compete. So far, I'm really enjoying it. The reason that I am reading and learning about improving memory is that I have, I think there is some utility, there there still is some utility, like, yes, you can look stuff up every day, or these days, you can look anything up, you don't really have to remember anything, no one has to remember phone numbers anymore, but I think it was, what was I listening to, Barbara Oakley, maybe on the Knowledge Project, it was one of her appearances on a podcast or a course. Uh, she writes the book, or she wrote the book, Learning How to Learn, and another book, Mindshift, and probably a couple other books. But she is a an expert in, lear- in learning, and she talks about the benefits of improving your memory, uh, because as much as we dismiss all the memorization that we did as elementary school students, there, I think uh, sh- she points out that maybe we've skewed too far the other way that there is still use in learning or memorizing things because that becomes the start of learning any concept. And uh, actually that's talked about in this book, uh, Moonwalking with Einstein, that uh, Josh writes, or yeah, uh, Josh writes about how memorization has been dismissed and these people in some way are interesting because they are experts in something that has no utility or far seemingly far less utility than it did 10 years ago, 20 years ago, just because all of our memory is externalized. The reason it could be good for learning is that when you are arguing a point or uh, thinking through some concept, then you do want to bring, like you take a concept and then recall different things that might help you that that it relates to that might help that concept stick or might help you understand that concept better in the sense that when you're unfamiliar with something you need to build these hooks to familiar concepts uh, until you truly understand the concept that you're learning if you can't remember those concepts in the first place it will be harder to learn so that's where this idea that memorization and having a good memory is still useful, even in this day and age of being able to look up everything. More specifically, the reason that I want to read about memory and actually like try to improve or like actually practice some of these techniques is that I have been walking more. I've been listening to more audiobooks, more podcasts. I'll often pull my phone out as I'm walking along so that I can make a note of something or save it for later. And oftentimes I don't actually go back to review those things 
But also, I just, it would be great if I could just walk and not really interrupt everything. I also think that this reminds me of, uh, of course, it reminds me of podcasts. It always reminds me of some podcasts. Um, I think it's Scott Belsky on, I, I forget, I think it might be on Hurry Slowly. That's a podcast with Jocelyn K. Gly. He talks about how his system used to be writing everything down, putting everything in Evernote, because what's the harm? And this goes with like externalizing your memory. He started to take a little more time uh, before putting things down and tried to internalize it and then uh, remember it for later. And if it was important enough, he would remember it and then be able to record it. Now I'm for, oh yeah, so that, that, that's the idea of why, that, that's why I am trying to not write everything down because sometimes you write something down and then just forget it completely because, you know, you don't, you don't take the time. You just think like, oh, it's, it's somewhere. Um, and if you don't review it, it never really gets put down into long-term memory and, um, it is forgotten. So I want to try these techniques and not to try to become like, you know, shuffle a deck of cards, memorize it in whatever it is, 10 minutes, or recite 10,000 digits of pi. These feats are pretty amazing. Just thinking of the amount, even knowing like the techniques that they're using, pretty crazy how much they can just remember and how quickly they can do it. But I just want to be able to remember maybe like five to 10 concepts from a book. I also think just taking the time to really like think about a concept enough to abstract it out into that, that is like the main technique is this memory palace. That's where the moonwalking from Einstein thing comes from. It's this acronym or uh, abbreviation PAO, uh, person, action, object. I'm not going to go in depth about it because I don't quite understand. I, I think it, you know, I'll, I'll try to give an explanation to see if I do understand this. Um, so I think it's something like if you want to, you, you, there's a system where you try to remember the digits from 0 to 99, then each digit is, it's, it's something where it's always a person doing an action with an object, then that means you have three words for every number. And so if you want to remember things in sequence, you always remember them in a sequence of three. And then you take, for the first number in the sequence, you take the person from that number. Second one, you take the action from that number. And then third, you take the object from that number. So um, so it becomes a thing where you're, yeah, you're thinking in uh, like sets of three and always like translating it. Um, so that that becomes like the system everyone has their own different language because everyone has a different uh set of everyone has yeah everyone has a different set of knowledge that they're working from and all i want to do is yes be able to memorize or like remember without taking notes whatever it is from key takeaways from 30 minutes to an hour hopefully like an hour of listening to an audiobook and walking that i can get back home and remember some concepts I think it's working, and I think a lot of it also has to do with maybe not the technique, but just keeping a concept in mind and uh, focusing on it and not being distracted by everything else. Yeah, just just trying to create those hooks for it to connect to right away. And, you know, instead of thinking about something for five seconds, I think about it for a couple minutes. That is enough to remember. One thing that I have been enjoying is that you take these different concepts you break the words down i think you, you, if you're memorizing something very specific like uh 
line for line or word for word, a poem word for word, then you break it into as far as like the syllables possibly. But because it's just a concept, like it's, it's fairly high level what I'm trying to remember in most cases. And a lot of times it's just to remember so that I can at home look up the excerpt and put that down somewhere or write about it or just do nothing with it as is often the case. But, um, what I have been trying to do. So I did try to do this with making ideas happen. I, I'm guessing I'm going to put that audio before this one. So you have heard an example of doing this memory palace thing. So one of the tactics there is cre- having a place you're familiar with and then filling it with imagery of the different concepts that you're tra- of whatever it is that you're trying to remember. And that can be like pretty fun to think of these. It's supposed to be this idea that you think of, I'll just describe it as wacky images. Uh, they talk about like uh, the two two things you can skew it toward are things that are vulgar or sexual, but I don't work blue, so usually I just have a few different knobs that I've been trying that seem to work. In a lot of cases, it's just thinking of something enormous, like an enormous version of something to put in a room, or just a lot of it. Um, and I'll just go through some examples that I have in my head. I was listening to these this... Uh, Dana White podcast. He was on the Tony Robbins podcast. And I think it's just like a, a recording of a live event. Um, so a couple things from that. I picture like walking in uh, to my old apartment in San Diego because it has a lot more rooms. Um, and I look to the right. There is, or like the first closet, there's a bellhop uniform because Dana White used to be a bellhop. He talks about that being his job and then sitting down and thinking like, you know what? I love the fight business. I'm going to get into the fight business. And he quit his job and then went and like contacted someone in Boston. Um, so pretty, yeah, it's, it's one of those. those so that's one object. Um, another one that I had was this idea of I go into, so this, this is a, uh, the example of like a lot, um, at that old apartment, I could look out the blinds and, or out, yeah, out my bedroom window and there was a swimming pool right there. So I've been just picturing for different books, um, and different things that I'm listening to, just picturing filling that with various things. So in this case, I'll, I'll go through like three examples. So for the Dana White podcast, I pictured filling it with it's a swimming pool filled with running shoes to remember that idea of running away. Um, and he talks about if you are in your job and all you really think about is like retiring and going on to a beach and in some way running away from your work, then it's time to find another job, find another career. Um, if that's like your day to day, every single day, there's certainly like, even if you love your job, there's going to be days that are hard, uh, stressful, that kind of thing. But if you only think about running away, then um, it could be time to sit down and figure out a plan uh, to get out of there. It's not going to happen overnight, but uh, anyway. And then I've also pictured filling that swimming pool with keyboards. That is an example of from Moonwalking with Einstein, where he talks about learning uh so i I do really like this book it it talks about more than memory and just like different things skill acquisition and that kind of thing so he talks about keyboards 
and how people or like not keyboards themselves, but like typing and everyone types so much these days. You would think that if the skill accumulated over time, then everyone would be expert typists, but they're not. And you're probably just as good at typing now as you were five years ago. Um, but from zero to your first year, you improved a lot. And of course, this is just like practice, deliberate practice. And uh, at a certain point, you hit this plateau that is hard to overcome without having like an explicit plan to do so. Then the last thing I filled it with, no, 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 I had two others. One was pairs. So it's a swimming pool filled with pairs. And so pairs, pair programming, it reminds me of, and this is related to moonwalking with Einstein memory, uh, the utility of memorization. There is a New Yorker article about uh, Jeff Dean and Sanjay Gemawat programmed every day for like a decade and in there um jeff talks about intuition when you're looking at i think it's something like these super long log files and to really diagnose things at a certain point he just had to like recognize different patterns and that comes from memorization and in moonwalking with einstein uh four talks about chess and how uh chess like you know, grandmasters and things like that are chunking a lot more or they, they, they look at boards differently in chunks. And you'll, you'll find this in a lot of different experts. You're, they aren't looking at individual pieces of whatever it is they're working on. They recognize different things. And something interesting that um, about the chess chunking thing is that uh, a grandmaster will be able to look at a board of different pieces and memorize it pretty quickly if it is in if it's from like a game sequence, but then if you have a board with random pieces, then it becomes much harder for them to memorize because uh, the pieces are unfamiliar. So they just create these unrecognizable chunks uh, that aren't in their long-term memory. Um, and then the last thing that I filled the swimming pool with uh, tiny trophies. This is an idea from making ideas happen where Scott Belsky talks about, the importance of creating small goals for yourself. So of course we all have like these long-term goals. And in this case, he's talking about creative work. He created Behance, which was a startup and um, allowed designers and different creatives to create portfolios to share with other people. Uh, and they did eventually sell to Adobe, but it's not like they went whatever it is, uh, maybe like eight, 12 years, something like that without celebrating things in between. So it became important for his team to have small victories to celebrate. And he talks about it in his more recent book, uh, The Messy Middle. But even on an individual level, finding small things to celebrate can be good. And it is that idea of enjoying the journey, not just looking towards the end. So that's why I filled the swimming pool with tiny trophies, small victories. Um, and how I'm applying this, these things in my life, I am, well, with the memory thing, trying to make these memory palaces. Right now, it's, it's pretty fun. It's a novel thing. Um, I do wonder, I mean, I, I can imagine like doing this more and more and trying to figure out a way to share uh, these memory palaces in some way uh, in a video or yeah, I'll just keep describing it 
in these notes that I think I will post on the podcast feed. Now I'll share a simple mnemonic for remembering five ways to stay sane and fight the resistance. Uh, Brian Koppelman talks about uh, it's a solo episode where he just does a Q&A, which are some of my favorite episodes. Uh, he talked, someone asked about what he does to not stay sane, but to fight the resistance. Um, the uppercase R, uh, Stephen Pressfield kind of resistance, just the resistance against your creative work. He says, and this is uh, me doing uh, a little bit of modification to make it the five M's uh, to help memorize it. This is a, you know, kindergarten technique for memorization. Uh, not, not kindergarten, you know, maybe third grade, but yeah, five M's. He talks about morning pages. That is the Julia Cameron artist's way, three pages in the morning. So that's the first M. Second M, meditation. Third M, movement. That's what I, or moving slow. That's what I've, he didn't quite describe it that way, but he just talks about walking, taking a walk every day. Four, uh, moving fast. He talks about how important running has become for him, just fitness, that kind of thing, and just having something else to kind of like take your mind off things. And then the fifth one that I really like is movies. He talks about the importance of watching films that are meaningful to him and just learning, paying attention, watching them uh, closely. And that's his craft is making things for the screen. I would generalize that as, um, well, I did just <laughs> until I can find a better one for M, I'll keep it as movies. But uh, that idea of like what Stephen King says to improve your writing, write a lot, read a lot. If you don't have time to read, you don't have time to it, to write well. It's important to to build up your taste, to take in the things that you want to create, to take in good versions of the things that you want to create. And yeah, just depending on what your craft is, uh, to consume it. Um, and someday I'll find another M that can replace that and be more broad. But in the meantime, movies, in my case, I have been taking in a lot of podcasts. Uh, I, I mean, I guess that is what I do is like, listen to a lot of podcasts, listen to audiobooks, watch YouTube videos, and then make worse versions of those things until I can make good versions of it. The five M's. Anyway, uh, parts of my body are going numb sitting on this boulder. It's quite cold. I'm going to hopefully walk another mile, mile or two, and then head home. But thanks for listening. This is the mobile podcast. I'll think of a name. Uh, you know, it is active recall. Wally and I will find a time to record, but I am enjoying doing these audio recordings outdoors on the go. Again, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>